Welcome to another broadcast from Are You For Real With God. We live and we enjoy our lives and we try to do so many things. And the problem comes when we begin organizing and we plan and we want everything to be established and set up and be carried out to perfection. That is something I believe gives us a whole lot of challenge and is sometimes not received very well when it doesn't come out as we have expected it to. We're going to talk about today worrying because it's a problem for us. We need to check and see what the Lord says about that. We're going to go to Matthew's the sixth chapter, and he says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body. What you will put on is not your life more than food and the body more than clothing. Gives us an illustration how he takes care of the birds. They don't sow and they don't reap. They don't gather and put aside in barns for a rainy day as we refer to it. But yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than a bird? We get up and we want to make sure that this is straight and this is correct and we are approaching it the right way and is it going to be perfect just the way it needs to be to satisfy our curiosity, the impression that we try to make? Will worrying help? And that's our question today. Why do we worry so much? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? What can we do about it? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith. It's not that we don't have enough confidence or we don't trust that he's going to take care of us and provide as he said he would. Why worry is the question. When we get him ready to go on a trip or go somewhere or to perform any kind of feat or task, we sit down and we worry about the outcome. More time is spent on preparing for the outcome than the actual task may be. Here's what I'm talking about. Does worrying actually help? Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Even what shall we wear? For after all things like the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. So why are we worrying about them? And to worry about whether or not there'll be enough food in the pot for you to eat. Now, that's where the natural comes against the spiritual. If God says or the Lord says he's going to do something, if he's going to bless you, he's going to bless you. Do we sometimes find ourselves worrying about it? Now, the Bible does mention we will be tested. And right now, this is what Satan does. He will let you believe that you need to worry about what God told you 
he's going to do for you. Now, let's think about this. In the Garden of Eden, he tempted Eve by simply saying, did God tell you not to eat of every tree in the garden? And that started the conversation. So here he wants us to worry whether or not that which God said and promised, whether it's going to happen. We need to be careful and we need to always be prayed up because Satan is on his way. Another thing we need to realize what's important in our lives. The next verse says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. That's what it's all about. So we need to be mindful, and let's examine this. We're going to expound on this a bit. If God purposes us to have or to do some things, they're going to happen. And Satan will step in to try to give doubt so that we'll disbelieve that will cancel out what God has said he was going to do. That's if you are given a message and it says, I'm going to do this or that for you. And you begin to disbelieve, excuse me, that it's going to happen. Well, dealing with God, that will cancel out what he said he was going to do. You have to believe what he says is the truth and that he will supply according to his promise. That's why our warfare with spiritual wickedness is very sketchy because we can't win if we start doubting the Lord. So basically what I'm telling you is that when you worry, you give doubt to whether or not this or that thing is going to happen. And that's what Satan does. He wants you to not believe it. So whatever way he makes possible for you to doubt it, even thinking about it can cancel out the spiritual effectiveness of that thing coming to be. So be careful, worry for nothing, but in everything, give thanks unto the Lord. One thing that I've learned in my spiritual walk, if God says he's going to do something, you can count it happening unless I mess up somewhere. We're going through a lot of things, a lot of situations, dealing with health, dealing with finances, dealing with our children. If Satan can step in anywhere along those lines, he can disrupt whatever we have going on, causes things to change. And we don't fully understand because we don't read enough so that we can understand how God works. Don't we go to work, uh, assume a job, and we learn everything that is expected of us. So why is it difficult for us to prepare to do the things the right way which God has called upon us to do? That's be obedient, be honest, be truthful, and I'll supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus. It is not uncommon at this time for us to have doubt. But when that happens, something else is going on. We have been attacked by Satan in another area. And that is the area of faith. And I must go to that. In Hebrews 11 chapter, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
for by it the elders obtained a good report. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So when you are petitioning God and when God blesses you, and if he lets you know that he's going to do something, you have to trust it as it, it's going to happen. And you have to accept it as though it already has happened. We also need to realize how important it is. In 2 Timothy 2.15, we are instructed to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. Therefore, you know, we always need to study. Satan is crafty, he's clever, and if he can tempt or trick and deceive Eve, he could do the same to us. So don't always rely on what your memory might say. Go back and refresh yourself in the word of God so that you'll be exactly accurate when you rely upon God and petition to God for something and need him to do something for you. Learn what you must do. And that is the best way to get to know God and what he can do for you by reading, learning, meditate, and remembering what he can do. And he will do it. Again, this is Are You For Real With God? And we're trying to help strengthen encourage you and build your confidence in the Lord. He will supply all of your need. That's everyone. Don't rely on the world for your situations and your circumstances. Trust God. He loves you. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.